0: The topic, the topic of smartness is such an interesting topic. It's something that, that I'm sure all of us have thought a lot about the topic, this, this conversation of smartness, what, what smartness means, what smartness is. It's, it's such a fascinating topic because you see somebody who's a genius, who's an absolute genius, like the guy is like a Harvard brain, and is so stupid, to be honest. Like the way he treats his, but not, I'm not talking about behavior, he gets cast. His own understanding of his own life, of his children's life, of his family, of his wife's. He's, so we made up like a new thing. We call it EQ and some now emotional intelligence. I feel like the territs is a poor territs. It's the same, that's a sarnin IQ if you don't understand how he feels, how you feel. <laughs> It's, it doesn't help me that you called it EQ. We love to call it... Emo- See, he's good IQ, he's a bad EQ, emotional intelligence. Uh, isn't the brain just figuring things out? He, so we like labeled it emotional. He doesn't get... I thought he was a genius. Is that... Like, what does that mean? We call it EQ as if it's a terrence. I reject the terrence of EQ. Because mm-hmm. the same brain, the same the same hashvayness is a different computation... It's, it's not, one plus one equals two is not a different computation than how he's feeling. By the way, the guy's out of touch with his own feelings. Why isn't that in the world of brain? We give EQ as a terrorist, and I, if somebody explains it to me, I think the EQ is a terrible answer to the question. I'm, I want to say a different shot. Oh. I think it's our, the a cashier, we're stuck. He's a genius. He tested on all our things geniusy and then he gets angry all the time and he's so stupid. He's out of touch with his own insecurities. He's so, so... Oh, EQ, emotional intelligence is low. But why in the world of IQ can't he see that too? That's also there. In the world of IQ, that should exist also. It's a bad terret's calling it EQ. It's just somehow we labeled it something else because we couldn't figure out that his brain's not working. It's a kasha I've had, many people have had. The question of intelligence is a bomb kasha. This is a power, a brain, a mayach that every person has. I have not met a person that when I get to know them well, I'm not blown away by the mayach, by the brain. The brain is like, I'm not sure the limits and... But we're confused. He's not so smart. Medium smart, brilliant. Now there's something called IQ. There's a force. There's such a thing. There's, there's, there's a bigger brain in ways for sure. But we have a cashier that we answer with EQ. I have some suspicion. And the way I see it, and if somebody argues that I don't have... I'm not... My brain is not... I'm, this is something not a theoretical thing. It's something that I've been wondering for years. I sat last night for two and a half hours was like a game changer for me. I'm not deciding what yeshiva. I plan on coming back here. I hope for Mashiach, but I'm not convinced Mashiach's coming next year. And I plan on coming back to Durham, and yet it was a two and a half hour. It changed my life. I feel I. you, can, you say change your life. It's dangerous. Am I acting different today? I made mistakes already today. I, I have something that I'm, I'm, I'm processing, things I heard last night that were game changers. What was so powerful, I felt two and a half hours there was hardly a dishonest word spoken. felt like every speaker was brilliant. When people are honest, I think the answer is not IQ and EQ, it's dishonesty. He's a genius, but he's a liar. He's not in, if he's ignoring his insecurity, there's dishonesty. So uh, dishonesty with genius is not a very good way of tapping into brain. I think the answer is honesty. And I think you could be a genius and dishonest, but then you miss out all different factors. I think the answer is dishonesty. And I've, I've seen it when there's honesty. People are so smart. They figure out, they resolve, they're, they're working all their capacities in one way and they're tapping it. I heard guys speak last night. I was so moved by it. It was honesty. Guys describing their own difficulties, connecting to their yeshivas, to their journeys, to their learning. The conversation was so honest. It was very impactful to my own relationship to Torah, to Tfila, to de Hashem. It was just very impactful. It wasn't about there were people sitting there are not looking to choose yeshivas who were like absorbing. We're all looking to make a relationship to Yiddishkeit. The connecting and doing well in my yeshiva, we're not pretend people. We had a big meeting about what yeshiva... Let's be honest. Most guys in that room are going to Imre's. We're just fakers. Let's discuss what yeshiva it wasn't like a white elephant in the room, like we're being... Prote- it wasn't about what yeshiva I'm going to. The sophisticated guy sat there for hours, two and a half hours. The guy sat there a long time because it wasn't about what yeshiva... It was about me and connecting to Ruchnius and how I related. Now, we did learn about yeshivas in the process, and that's important we also learned about people utilizing places and figuring out. And I, I, I want to go over, I, I want to say that what I'm amazed by the chasim, by Akiva, what I'm nishtoimim from. Schools get very confused, they praise people. He's so smart. We never even like when people call us smart. I don't, I'm smart, I'm not smart. It's funny, he came to the yeshiva, he was known as being very smart. And wherever he went, the label follow, you're brilliant got a great score in his SATs and s- schools can factor smart and they're good at measuring smart. But what about our other capacities? How does it work? Smart is, I think when there's honesty with smarts, you take your whole essence and your your smarts become, when there's dishonesty and smart, I don't see good results. And I see with the chassin, the emotions, the in touch with emotions, I, in honesty, I know somebody who calls das emotional reality. I think a lot of das is, is, is intellect with honesty. I tend to wonder, I, a great person I know translates das. Chachma is what they're measuring, wisdom, but much higher than chachma's das. So they call it chachma, emotional reality. You live with your chachma. I want to say honesty with intelligence equals das. And I think that when there's no honesty, then you could be a genius and smart and they can measure it and the guy is so not smart. It didn't matter all his smartness. He doesn't see that he's angry. He doesn't see that he's insecure. He doesn't, see. so it's, it's unusable Chachma. It's inaccessible. Just saying he has a brain, we all have brains. The ability to access our brains, to use our brains, to live with our brains is this. That takes honesty. That takes an honesty. And when there's honesty, and I want to say about the Hassan, that he's so present and honest. Guys heard him speak. Rabbi Akiva spoke last night. Akiva spoke beautifully last night. The honesty, the sense, the muscle was incredible that he gave because there was an honesty to his experience. That was the. He was one of the starters of the night. And guys have tremendous minds. And he's specifically, not all minds are the same. It does look like he's more of a chacham than the average, and that's, that's cool. But what makes it so powerful is honesty. Honesty mixed with intelligence makes it so functional and practical, and everything's in sync then. So you can call it emotional reality. It's, it, it's, all our faculties are in sync. If we're, a guy's a genius, a, it's like he, a guy say I have a great computer, I just never use it. If you're dishonest and you're brilliant, so it's, but it has nothing to do with your life, it won't translate. It doesn't. It's just a, it's a, you have a, I also have a computer in my house. There's AI. AI is brilliant, but it, it's, it has no honesty to it. It has no emotions to it. it has no human being. It has no frailties. I, said, I could do AI. It, I'm so happy for AI. I'm so happy. They destroyed. School ended. School's over. There's AI now school just ended school I, we should make a big levaya. schools are over there's AI it's over it's over the game's over my friends Good. it's over Good. <laughs> it's, it's over <laughs> I don't know it's over <laughs> <laughs> right after this is one Levaya It speaks about the Shkita of the Eight Sahara. This is it, my friends.
1: <laughs>
0: a misfade covet. It says it's a great eulogy on the <laughs> schools have ended. There's AI now. What <laughs> Any essay you want, you can just do. <laughs> it's funny, we still got to math classes. We have like math classes, and the guy says, No calculators allowed. The second you're done school, I'm just going to open my calculator. Write an essay. AI. So I have to figure out ways of catching AI. The answer is, who are you? That computer can... What's your own story, your own version? Shlomo Guri described yesterday something amazing. He said, Shlomo described, that I come to Yeshiva, I open up my Gemara, day one, he said, I see Marmachimus in Hebrew. And now I'm like... Wow, three hours study this, this, I'm like looking at these. And then he described craving to become, they said by Hanukkah you'll be good at this. So he said he remembers the first day of Hanukkah opening his Gemara with trepidation. He had worked hard, now it's Hanukkah. Is it all just going to go? He opened it up and it didn't happen. It's painful. By Hanukkah it will happen. I didn't get there. Then he explained the conversation with his Rebbe that you'll always feel you're trying to get good at learning. You'll spend the rest of your life. It's Hashem's wisdom. It's infinite. So you're always trying to get there. Could you tell me the day I'm there? You get into Mir, brisk. Prager's. Wow. Wow. I made it. Ah. He made Prager's. Shh. That nobody gets it. The yeshiva, the seven hundred, The koilu mamish. You married a good shver. The girl's also okay. Wow. You did it. You're mamish. You done it. <laughs> you done it. You're mamish. done it. So what, what, what's the day? What's the day? But are you the top? Not there's of Pragers. Oh, there is none. Whatever. However it works. I don't know. However it works. However it works. So what's the day? So what, I love the yeshiva. It's a place. What's the day? What's the day? When did you make it? And Rebbe, his Rebbe explained to him that taking your package, taking your package with your questions, with your ability, and he, he started saying, I started loving the process of me connecting to Torah, and Torah connecting to me, where I am, with my questions, with my abilities, and he started loving the process, Not trying to get there, just loving the process of me and my Gemara with my funny questions, with my capacities, and slowly engaging a relationship to Tyra. He said, I love my questions, I love my confusions. And then I engage that process, and that process is beautiful. Shleim explained it to us. Honesty together with wisdom, that's Das. And I want to say on the chassin, what, what tremendous, tremendous person who's taka tremendous chacham, and there's such a thing, and that's, that's wonderful. Together with the, the emotions that are understood, that are beautiful, that are energetic, the impact that Akiva's had coming back to yeshiva. Remember when he called me that we have the chance of getting Akiva while he's a chassin? I owe it, the Kalas here, we owe the callas because of her that we got Akiva to yeshiva. He became a chassan, he figured at that time, let him go where he's comfortable, where he knows, and the impact. We thank you. Mazel tov, Kala. And thank you for bringing our people there. I want to welcome home, it's tremendous... I want to welcome back, it's, it's, it's appreciated. And he comes back to the yeshiva. It has to be this tremendous gratitude. Aryeh is back, Rev. Aryeh is back in yeshiva. And I want to say that for years, the greatest chesed, people think chesed has to be outside the base Medrash. For years, he took his own love of Torah for long, long periods here and learned with other people, gave his own chiyos and cheshek. There were lines throughout the day, guys. The next guy I learned with Arya Lashinsky and the next and the next and the next. And the mm-hmm. amount of guys that he shared his own cheshek and Khyas and Tir with so many guys in Yesheva, what he brought to the base match, he certainly made night activities and all different ball games much more gishmak. But the greatest, the Tiras chesed al the Tara chesed, that he shared his own love of Tyre with so many Bahram. That he was very, very willing to to share from his own cheshek for Torah, his own drive for Torah, and learn with all different guys. Grew a lot in yeshiva. Grew at a ruach of growth. I want to welcome Rav back home. I met. I met with. I met with the. I met with the Waterbury Dorm and shared something that I want to share with the Hevra here. I spoke about this in the city this week, and I want to share with everybody here because I think there's a tremendous amount to learn from this conversation, and it's on my mind now. It's the parasha we just list, past week's parasha of B'Shalach. So I wanted to share with the Hevra. I got a call from, a, I got a call from a wonderful bentira in Miami, a guy who's married with children, a beautiful Ben Teira, And he asked me that, how do you know your version? How do you know your version of Hashem is true? All of us in our search and our connection to Hashem, you have a version of Hashem who loves me, who cares about me, who roots for me. How do you know you're right? That's not a. That's not a. That's not a light question. That question. That cause. That causes me nights. I think about that question. That's not a light. You don't. Oh well. Uh, smugly, you say. Well, the man is thinking. The man is experiencing God. That's not a. That's not a question. You just like smugly say. Mm, mm. I like that. It's not like that. I, you don't smugly say anything. That's, that First of all, I'm intimidated by somebody who's, who's searching for Hashem, who's a Mivakish. And when he's asking, how do you know your version? It's like, I'm the guy, I'm there. I hope to search like he's searching, the questioner. And this beautiful Yid who's searching, who's a mevakish Hashem, said, you seem to have found him, and you see him, how do you know you're right? And, and so that's not a question, you, if you give an answer to that question, you're answering like you're the one who's found and he's searching, I'm like, the, I'm, I'm working with him also searching. But the question, very, very powerful, a beautiful Yid who said, how do you know your version of Hashem is right? You talk about Hashem. That's heavy. That's very, very heavy. It's a, that's a heavy, heavy question from a searcher, from a searcher who's searching. That's the question's are loaded. You can't. That, that's that's powerful. How do you know you're right? Please don't take it. I'm, I'm not. If, if you, the answer is how I know I'm right, then 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 then, then please don't. The, the, the answer to that question is is a, is is a much is a whole. I'm not really answering his question. But I did want to tell you about this Yid's question. I want to learn with you something, not as an answer to his question, as learning. I want to learn with you. In our own studies of Hashem, there are two places I think we should look in studying Hashem. I would advise to look in your own life. We all live life, Hashem's dealing with us. Look look at your own life. Now, that's a very fascinating thing to say. Do people have challenges and difficulties? Look in your own life. See what you see. That's a very important place to look. And everybody should look in their life. The second place I would very much encourage is to study Hashem's Torah. It's to see Hashem's world and Hashem's Torah. They reflect they're one and the same. Histaka Alma, the world, the Torah was first. You're really getting, the world plays out, the Torah. The Torah is first. But if you want to look into this question, and studying Hashem, you have to study life, you have to study Torah. So I want to study the place that klaus Yisrael saw Hashem with the most clarity in our history. There was one time in our history where we said, Zekeli. Three million yidin pointed to Hashem, Zekele. We saw Hashem. You were mosqueing him in Manhattan. As he went with me to Manhattan, and we learned this together in Manhattan. Okay. Three million people saw Hashem, and we said, Zekeli. We pointed to Hashem, Ze means the thing is right in front of you. It's astounding to ever say Ze. In the tyre, whenever it says Ze, you're pointing, the thing is Noichach. The thing is right in front of you. By the months, if you have a kasha, hachodesh hazeh. This month, how could you say this month? What are you pointing to? So the Gemara asks your kasha. Hashem says to Moshe, hachodesh hazeh. This month should be the Rosh chadashim. Nisan's number one. What Hashem point to? Zeh always means you're pointing. So the Gemara asks your kasha. Zeh always means you're seeing the thing itself. How do you see a month? Says the Gemara, God took out the moon, it's Surah Salavana, and said, K'zeh Re'ei v'kiddish. like this you should see and be Me'kaddish the month. So Ha'zeh, God pointed to the moon. The reason the Gemara says that, it has to be, it always means you're pointing to the thing itself. So when Claudius Yisrael said Zekeli, this is God, it means they saw Hashem. Do I know what they saw? No. Do you know what they saw? I'll ask you later. I don't know what they saw. But they said Zekeli, they saw Hashem. And they pointed and saw with clarity Zekeli, they saw Hashem. Hmm. So after they saw Hashem, millions of Yiddins saw Hashem with extreme clarity. They saw Hashem, Zekeli. They experienced Hashem. What did they respond? What was the response to that one time when millions of Yiddin experienced and saw Hashem? What was the response? What happened? At the time in our history, one time, a revelation never seen the likes of before, never seen the likes of afterwards. All of Klal Yisrael said, Zekeli, Hashem. They saw. What did they respond? They all, three million people had the same response. They said the word vanveyu. And I'd like to learn what that response means. The first written shot we have in that response is onklus. Anveyu. Unklus says it means milash another, Another is an abode, anveyu is milashanave. and anveyu means I'm going to build a base on Migdash. So Unklus, the first written response to Tana Unklus, says that the response to seeing Hashem by all of Klal Yisrael is don't ever leave me. That's the simple, that was the response. Any response they had to seeing Hashem, we have to have like some shaykhs to it. The Torah means what we can comprehend. So they saw Hashem, and the response is, don't ever leave me. I'm building you an abode. Stay with me. I'm building you a house. Please don't ever leave. We want this here. Stay here. Don't ever leave. So that's the first response to experiencing Hashem. Somebody has a different pshat, I don't think it will veer much from what, from... You can word it different ways. Onkelis is saying that when we saw Hashem with supreme clarity, our response is, I want this to never leave. Build the Shashra HaMegdash. Stay here. And I've seen people articulate this in different ways. I think any way you articulate, if some, I, I can, there could be things I don't, I'm unaware of, but the pshat seems to be saying, "Don't ever leave me." So the first response to experiencing Hashem with clarity is, "I want this. I need this." Any of us can relate to it. Things in our life that we've experienced that we say, "This is it." We're all really waiting for Zeke Livan Veyu moments to say, this is it, I want this. We're all looking, guys describing in the journey of what Yeshiva, I should, what am I looking for? What do I even want? And we're like trying to think what I tasted that I want. I want some of this. I sat two and a half hours last night listening to Honesty and I said, I want this. In my own life, I want this. I saw guys speak, from the and rally. each guy. I saw Aaron, all the guys and I said, I want this in my life. Zekeli van Veyu says, we've experienced Hashem, I want this in my life, don't ever leave me. That was the uncle's response. Comes, comes the Gemara, and the Gemara has a second response that very much is like interesting. Anveyu says, the Gemara is Anivahu. I'm going to be nice the rest of my life. Anivu who I'm gonna be like God. Just like he's Rachum, he's merciful, Afani Rachum. Just like he's a goy Afani goy Khassad. I'm gonna be nice the rest of my life. Now, I am fully understanding. When they comprehended Hashem, they understood God. They pointed at him. To see him was to understand him in some way. The philosophers have a line, If you would understand Hashem, you would be God. That's a line of the philosophers. And certainly we don't, we don't understand God, we aren't Hashem. But it means they had some understanding of Hashem. In seeing Him, they had some understanding, clearly. Because they saw Him and they said, I'm going to be like Him. Had you know how He was, clearly they understood Hashem. So they saw him and there was understanding. It's interesting. You could look at it. They saw something. And okay, clearly it wasn't just the sight. E'ne doi mishmiel means they saw, they they understood Hashem. We have like a very childish, like they had a look and they saw something and walked away. That doesn't mean it's not, you're not getting what they saw. They saw Hainu, they comprehended him in some degree, remarkably. They understood Hashem. And to understand Hashem is a commitment, I'm going to be nice the rest of my life. Now, that tells me who Hashem is, by the way. They saw Hashem and they responded, I'm also going to be nice the rest of my life. That's remarkably instructive. The time people had the most comprehension of God, they said, I'm going to also be nice the rest of my life. That's just what happened. That's a fact. Uh, so my, that's
1: how you know you're right, maybe. Um...
0: In our, in our journey, this person's saying they're looking in their life, they're studying Pesukim, I'm studying one now. They're, it means, when they ask their question, means they went through something and they have a kasha. That's what he's saying. Right, right. So I just want to study this, parish. That's why I'm saying, we're studying Parashius. But in studying Zekeli levon Veyu, Claw Yisrael saw Hashem, which clearly, if they just saw it, oh, you could see, I see... It's funny, there are people who read people well and people who don't. I cannot read pictures. Live people, I feel like I get a sense because I see movements. Still pictures, I feel like I see nothing. My kids always argue on me. Can't you see? He's this, she's that. They feel you could read still pictures. I never see. There are clearly people like my kids who could read still pictures. I never could understand the still. I need to see expression and movement. A still picture, I don't know, I don't see anything. My kids say, can you see the... I, I don't know, it's just like if I see from one movement to the next, you notice things, you see things, expression and movement, still pictures, hard for me to see anything. There are people clearly who feel they can read still pictures. A guy like me, we would see Hashem. Amen. Klal Yisrael saw Hashem, and they said, I'm going to be nice the rest of my life, like him. So that tells me in seeing Hashem, they comprehended. Clearly, they comprehended. There was some comprehension. When I say comprehended, Kavi Yachol. There was some comprehension of Hashem. And what they drew at the most time of clarity is, I'm also going to be nice. Now, what bothers me a lot, what bothers me a lot, and what I want to discuss, Avi, is why is that a natural reaction to seeing Hashem was so nice? They saw how nice he was. And that's a cool thing. I'll also be that way. But why is that a natural... Why is that the response to seeing a nice person? Hashem is Rachum; He's going al Why is that... The, I'm also going to be like that. Why would that like... Don't ever leave me is a nat, I relate to that response. Anything that I find in my life that I want, I say don't ever leave me. I want this, I want this, I need this, This stay with me, I relate to that, That's, what is that, he's so nice, I'm also going to be nice, maybe, I, I hear, maybe I'm not so nice, I, it's funny to say I'll be like that too, Now you could say imitation's the highest form of flattery, you see something so good you want it too, sometimes I see something so good and I say I can never be that. Thank you. Thanks a million. As as I see something so good, like it's funny to me the natural flow of I see he's so nice and he's kind and rachum and goyim mel So I also want to be that. Maybe. I've read G'daylum books. It's interesting. I've read books of G'daylum where I said I want to be that and I've read books of G'daylum where I said I can never be that. So they all felt they could do that. They saw Hashem and he's remarkably nice. They comprehended. He's a rachum. He's a goyim el chesed. Say, I'll also be that way? Maybe. Shouldn't? I, I almost wonder half of Claudius Yisrael should read the Godel book and say, I'll never be that. I get it like the kind amongst us Yosef Pragra would see that picture say, I'll do that too. I hear, I hear, a nice guy. What about a guy whose tendency is rough? Like, did he say, wow, he's nice. I'll never be that? Like, did half of Klai Yisrael respond, I'll never? It's interesting, they saw Hashem, He's Rachum and goyim el chesed, and the response was, so shall we be. The Kasha. Does the chevra mask him to this cash? And you could argue on me saying to see something precious is to want it. I don't know if that's the natural thing always, because we've seen precious things and feel not shy to it. And here everybody, anveyu is the response of every yid. It seems like it should come out of Zekei That I'll build a base on would be something that would naturally flow. Now, Kalish, you could ask, who said it's natural to flow? Then why would all of Klal Yisrael say the same thing? Some people said, "Well, let's do that." Everybody saw it and said, "Let's do it." To me, it said the experience of seeing Hashem brought that out and brings that out. In other words. If I would see Hashem I, and, and I would feel that good, we all would say, don't ever leave. So, I get the passage. That's what they all said. What all of us would say if we experienced something that good. This one doesn't... They all saw something, Hashem's so kind, and they all said, let me be kind. Did anybody say, I'll never be that kind? Why does that flow? And maybe it doesn't. It was just like a khidish. They all like thought of the same khap and the same... It should be, and I want to know my own life, is there, is there a kindness that you could see that the, what flows is I'm going to be nice to everybody from now on. What I want to say very, very simply, and, and if you don't like the kasha, I'm, I'm not trying to force something, I'm trying to study Torah. What I wonder to myself is that the nat- when a person is validated properly, the instinct is to be kind and nice. That if you're if a, if we all, I said this, if we all would be butterflies flying into the base mesh, we'd see people, we would see good in people, we would respect and be happy for people. The natural flow is to be impressed with people and to want good for people. What blocks is it our own insecurity. A guy's learning shtark. We should walk in the basement. Wow, you see that guy? A guy speaks. A guy this. A guy that. We should be nishtaymim. What blocks is our own insecurity. Our own insecurity says if he's learning shtark, oh, he's just like an intense guy, one of those. If he's schmoozing and chattering, he should be learning. Instead of like, what a cool guy, a friendship guy the natural, healthy, real, minus our ego of seeing people would be to be impressed and it would be to want good for people. What blocks it is our ego. It's because we have own flaws and own, own wounds. If I'm right... And locking eyes with Hashem. And this is what I want to suggest. That we locked eyes with Hashem. We saw Hashem. Means we saw Him looking at us. Remember we said Zekeli. It's my God. We didn't say Zelekenu. It's our God. We'll discuss that more soon. So we felt connection. My God. He's looking at me, he has sheiches to me. If it was just I saw and it was disconnected to me, I wouldn't say my God, I would say our God. God, I wouldn't even say mine or ours, God. I saw my God, Zekeli. So somehow in our experience, I saw him looking at me and relating to me. That's pashat Pshat, because I said Zekeli, it's my God. So when we saw we have to grow up, study the psukim. We, if we just saw, we said, God. We didn't say, Kenu. We didn't say, Elohim. Kim. Eloi kim, Hashem. We said, Ze Keili. That means we saw every letter in the tire is exact. We didn't see God. We saw, my God. Three million people didn't see God. They saw, my God. Revelation, when you were little... And it's worth it to have the whole day now. When you were little, revelation was one time they saw God. No, wrong. They didn't see God. They saw Morty, my God. That's what they saw. Kaylee, my God. It's like powerful what they saw. If they saw something that was 100%, there was no Safi, God. So God, Hashem, Elohim. They didn't see God. It's a big mistake. They saw my God. That means they experienced that Hashem has personal connection. Cares about me, is into me, is willing to have a connection to me. My God. That's what they saw. Kaylee. My God. That's what they experienced. Kaylee. So part of what they experienced, they didn't see God. They saw my God. Three million people saw and experienced Hashem, who's into me, who cares about me, who wants a connection to me. They saw my God. They, they experienced what they're a Naim in the most profound sense, a Nadaimish in the most profound sense. They saw, like we see something, not somebody told us, I heard, I deduced, I figured out, somebody once told me. No, no, no. They saw. What did they see? My God. In that experience of my God, they saw Hashem connected to them was the most profound validation of their life. The sense I'm good, the sense I'm wanted. All of us have a sense, a deep, deep drive for validation. The amount we want, our father's approval boggles my mind. If we're brutally honest, when we're 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, if we're honest, brutally, we have a natural drive for our father's approval. Every human being. A deep drive for dad's approval and we got the most profound approval of our life, God validated us. The feeling of validation, God validated us. The natural thing that comes from the most powerful validation of our life, if we would feel good, if we would feel good enough, if we would feel beautiful, if we would feel precious, the natural flow of that is, I just want to do kindness to other people. I'm going to be exactly like you. I'm going to be exactly... That's, then all of a sudden it's a natural flow. If what I experience busy is the most profound validation possible, I'm good, I'm acceptable and wanted, the natural flow is to be kind. My cash on myself... I don't want, you're not allowed to say whatever you want in Tyra. My cash on my own chat is so, why does it make it I'm gonna be like him? So the response, why is it I need who? I'll be nice. So what, according to what I'm saying, it's not the imitation of him. It's not, I saw he was nice, so I'll also be nice. Zach the niceness was expressed towards me. Now I admit, it says mahu racham afatatei racham, but the racham is not that was rachmanus, it was to me. He's going to said to me, remember Zach Kaylee? I experienced the kindness and that fills me with the love and kindness to give to others. I admit, I'm not trying to force a shot. I don't know. I'm telling you what happened. I'm learning a pasuk in the Torah. We experienced Hashem, we felt kaylee and the response was, I'm also going to be nice. For sure, we saw Hashem's kindness. I don't know why that flows, I'll also be nice and kind. It could be that's the tendency to see something beautiful is to imitate it if you feel you can. In this experience, Afata, I am wondering that we felt the kindness to us. So mahu racham, just like he's racham to me, so then I become a racham. Validated such, I become a racham. That's what I'm claiming. I don't, I'm not being mishabed the to you at all. At all. I have seen this experience when somebody's validated, they become nice. I've seen it. I've seen a guy come to yeshiva and be a bully, and all of a sudden he's appreciated and validated. and he becomes kind. I've seen it but he's really appreciated and validated and a nice person. I've seen this. This is a truth that I've experienced. Perhaps that was the truth of Zach K. Veyu. I admit that I'm learning just like he, so to I it would mean that he's kind to me. Ilan, is that, what you, is that a weakness of the pshat? Because it doesn't say to me. I don't know. Maybe me may, and, and I grant that it could be. I, but one thing is not open to my pshat is the experience of Hashem was he was kind. It's not open, it said Zekele, not zeli kenu. Now could be that's a separate fact I felt to me. Lavdafka the love. To me, I'm wondering that I experienced Hashem's kindness to me, Zekey. So not just his kindness, his kindness to me, not just we down. Don't do, don't do.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. first? Sure. Mm-hmm. I can introduce for a minute.
0: Mm-hmm. You can it. I came to here. I huh? want <laughs> when guys when guys' parents when guys' parents come to yeshiva there's always the struggle to properly express a guy's making a sim I've told you this and a guy's and a guy's mother or father comes so he thanks his parents for coming to the sim and my mind goes places the guy says mom thanks for coming to the sim and my mind goes to places that that you're thanking for coming to the sim for coming to the sim his mom gave birth to him his mom raised him when, when he his mom worries about him the most in the world, cares the most, prays for sure. She's the one who prays the most for him. And he said, "Mom, thanks for coming to see him." And my mind at first says, "Are you serious?" But the, I want to say that the messiah is right. The messiah. I'll tell you why the messiah is right. One day, Bezer Hashem, you'll all make a bris. You'll you'll have a beautiful child. And you'll make a sudas bris mila, and you're going to want to thank your spouse. It's very, very difficult. You're in public. You're in public. But it's, you have to say thank you. You have to say thank you. And you're going to want, it's hard to be real at that moment, very hard. You're around a lot of people. It's hard to be real in front of people. So you can give, I want to thank my wife. You could make a joke and fine. The guy wants to be real. Now, certainly, privately, it's easier to be real, but he has that moment. Her parents are there. He has a moment that perhaps even publicly should be real, and he wants to be real. He wants to thank his wife. It's very, very difficult. I'll tell you a trick. You're sitting there at the bris to thank you. I, it's a lot. She puts up with you, all your shenanigans. Not easy. Not easy to thank until I get put it into words and in front of people. Duh. So what we should do is look at the cream she's and lox on the table. The Bachram taught me this by thanking their moms for coming to the sim. Look at the cream she's and lox on the table. You, you feel good. That she, she made a nice bris. She set up. She arranged. She called. She took care of her, Let's be honest. So look at the cream cheese. And you feel good. Your friends came and you threw down quite the party. That's very easy to feel right now. Thank her for the beautiful suda that's put out right here. Now, it sounds funny. That's the thing. From that place, you'll appreciate the other things. It's just easier to emotionally, t- to touch that. It's easier to touch it. The other thing, it's hard. By the way, once you're there and feeling it, you can thank for other things and you'll probably feel it too. But at the very least, you'll be present in your thank you. It won't be pretend. There are two Rebbeim here who dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of guys have come from this space Madrash and gone much further than they got here and developed and, and learned new and grew to Madrigas. And many have come back and helped this yeshiva. We have a Rebbe in the yeshiva who who became a Talmud Chacham in Him Rebina, and many, many dorm counselors who stayed, and guys who are there in Koilol Yeshivas, the Yeshivas had a massive, massive Rashim. To thank properly in front of everybody, to thank properly, it has to be done, but it's still, it's, 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 it's not such an easy task to mean it, to say it. When I describe what is, how much that Yeshiva has impacted us, so I, could, I if I tell the story more detailed, I can get there. I want to say the first thing that there are a lot of guys signed on for a, to, to take tests to beginner This is the cream cheese and locks in front of me. There are a lot of guys, there are a lot of people who want to go to Emre Bina. And the patience and love that every single an honest respect each guy gets coming in is something that I'm nishtaymin' from. And certainly it's figured out to take as many as possible and to get a guy where he needs to go. And I've watched afterwards. I've, watched, I've spoken to Rav Knopfler and the care and concern and dignity that's afforded uh-huh. each guy who goes in, guys walk out feeling good. Guys were nervous. There was tremendous nerves last night. It's scary going into a bechina. Guys, I'm tremendously proud. Guys wore white shirts. That's my request to wear white shirts. The yeshiva has taken a guy who came, there's a Bachar on the yeshiva steiging who came in sits and shirtless last cup uh, two years ago. It's not it wasn't I just feel that guys own respect for a big day in your life. You have to take serious you're considering a yeshiva where you're stagging next year. I want a guy wear big day Shabbos for that. It's too serious, and there was a there was a seriousness today. That was last night. There was tremendous emotion in yeshiva. My son told me I'm thinking about my life. It caused me last night. It affected him to think about the decisions of his life. It's very powerful, and the seriousness, dressing big day Shabbos, meeting a rebbe. I might go learn in that yeshiva. That's a That's a sir. There's a kvedus. There's a kavod to that day, to that meeting that exists. So there was a lot of nerves, and guys went in, and each guy walked out with dig, feeling good about it. And I saw that last year, and see that this year, tremendously, tremendously grateful. That's a lot more than cream cheese and locks. But cream cheese and locks is very important when your friends are happy of the soda. This is very important. The five minutes, that each guy, the ten minutes, the fifteen minutes. All day, it's a marathon, but the COVID and the seriousness, the guys took it serious and the Rebbeim were mechabed in such beautiful ways, tremendously appreciative. Any yeshiva could easily tell us, and they're entitled, this is not a way of getting it next year, that even a yeshiva came here. They could tell us the meetings are in New York. We would go. We want to go to the yeshiva. To Rebbe here. We should travel to them, and maybe we will next year. I'm not trying to lobby. I'm thankful the Rebbe here, but there's a Kovay to the Chevra, to the guys, that's astounding. And I thank Rev Knopfler and Rev for that cover that is displayed. Rev Knopfler has been involved in the yeshiva in the last few years and organized and put together. It's a place of tremendous, tremendous steiging, and he's organized and made it such an organized place of shtaging that there's all different shiurim, there's so much available. Guys described last year, it needed somebody who cares a lot and who's misaddir, the whole thing, so many rebbeim, somebody who's there all the different aspects, and there are many to the yeshiva. We have tremendous appreciation for Rev Knopfler. I was to watch Rav Esrig at the chasna of Naftali Fagan. Somebody said last night a quote that we need more Fagin in Yeshiva. Like how much we miss. He called it like a name. I don't. I, by me, a Rebbe calls a guy last name would be bad, but that was precious. He called it like Faginhood or something. He had a name for it. He was describing like a void in the Yeshiva. <laughs> Naftali's chasna, the was, was to me the the lesson of a Rebbe. Guys have told me about Raves for calling Ronach and Braun has described the Rebbe who's calling, who's invested, who's checking up on Talmudim, who's who's giving his time and his focus. I saw it live. It's different. We're talking about Zeke about experiencing and Edoy Mashmielaria seeing I saw live, that was a lesson to me, a Rebbe's focus and pride and attentiveness to a Talmud, I saw it live. There was something I saw that moved me a lot, of a Rebbe being present for his Talmud in a beautiful way, it was very, very moving. So I really appreciate, there's more to say. It's not my place to speak about Reb there's what the guys. I'm just proud of the guys. The guys have good eyesight and see what they should be seeing. And the amount that our chevrah have gained from Rebbeim, from the yeshiva, just moves us to thank. It will be our honor to hear Divrei Torah from Rev Knopfler, from, from Rev Esrug. So without further ado, if Rev Knopfler can share with us.
2: It's a, uh, a tremendous, tremendous honor to, first of all, even be here and certainly to speak to the chevrah. So many of you I, I met and we're looking forward to meet and Ms. Tama, you're wondering why I'm speaking if Rav Estrig is here, it's the most ridiculous thing. I mean, you've got Rav Kailash here. I, 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 come, I come to listen, I come to hear, and I'm speaking. The real, the real reason is, I'm gonna get for this later, because the only way that I know Rav Estrig is gonna speak is if I say something first. So <laughs> that's why I'm doing it. Taking one for the boys.
1: <laughs>
2: but this is really, it's always the same thing. If a person thinks he's got things figured out, and, and you try and you make a plan and we're going to come to Waterbury and we're going to meet with the boys and then we're going to go this time and we're going to be here that time. And really, first of all, nothing works out according to plan because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has his own plan. We don't make the plan. And um, also, we don't really know why we end up where we end up. And sometimes we get to see what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to learn. So first of all, I thought I'm coming to here and I'll... You know, I didn't think I'm going to speak today, but uh, I'm going to share with you a story that I uh, I witnessed this week. I was in uh, I was in L.A. on Sunday, and also I thought I had my chesed why I came there. Five minutes after I arrived, I knew why Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted me to be there. I, I was on the uh, the shuttle that takes you from the from the from the terminal to the uh, to the car rental. I'm sitting there and as I get on, I see a nice big from family sitting on the bus. And I didn't pay much attention. You know, you give that from nod that even though you've no idea who he is and you've never met him before, but it's like you know, (laughs) we're together elsewhere. And then he gets off at, at some terminal. He got off and everyone on the bus starts talking. Did you see how many kids they have? That was eight kids. Someone says, no, seven. No, I counted eight kids. And this is this, the driver. She's, she's driving the bus and she just couldn't get over it. She's like, that's a village. <laughs> that's a village he has. And one other person says, that's a lineup for, for, <laughs> for basketball. That's, and they were all going crazy about the number. And this is a whole group. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready for this. Here's, here comes, the, here comes the, the negativity. And all of a sudden, Everyone just starts talking, we need, we've got what to learn from them. There is so much to learn. He should give a TED talk. They were all talking, everyone was throwing the comments of how, how amazing this is. You see a family, look how well behaved they are. Look how amazing it is. Look how beautiful it is. There's one, one lady that said, I've seen a couple with one baby. I'm like, you've got it all? Everything's okay? They're with eight children. Everything is just going so smooth. And I saw right away, that I wish I knew who this person was, that I can call him and tell him what a tremendous Kiddush Hashem he made, and he's no idea. This family made a tremendous Kiddush Hashem without even knowing that they made a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. Just by being a good Yid, it can make such a Rosh on people that he, he's moving on in life, not even knowing. The Rambam says, as far as it, the tafkid in this world is to make a Kiddush Hashem, to be Mekadeh Shem Shemayim, and he just did that without even... Without even knowing himself that he did that, so I knew that I, I was there to witness this kiddush Hashem because I I can learn from this that you know just just from being and doing the right thing, you could be mekadesh Shamayim. Just this idea of just being a simple yid and doing the right thing can do so much. You see, just last week's parsha, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says to. This is, by the way, also a vart that I heard from R- ramel Shor. I was just in the airport in Tel Aviv on Matzah Shabbos, and he happened to have told it to me. I guess that's why I needed to be there then, too. He says, Matitza matita Baruch Hu said to Moshe Why are you shouting? Why you, Why you... What's this tz'okka for? Kalal Israel needs you. There's, now is not the time to daven. So, le'maisa. We say every day, shamat al yamsuf." Right. So obviously, that zaka did something. That tfila did do something, and it saved Klal Yisrael. So why, why do we say the matitzakeilai? So he told me that Rav Tzaddik says that there's two types of tefillah. There's a tefillah a tfila the which is a tzadik, A tefillah of a tzaddik. He knows which buttons to push. He knows. He knows the tricks. He knows when to daven. He knows. What to be he knows, he knows how to daven. That's a certain type of tefillah. And then Rav Tzaddik says there's another type of tefillah which is a tefillah laani, which is, I don't know. It's, a, it's an oni comes, he says, I have nothing. I have nothing to give you, but I need you. I don't have life figured out. I don't have everything figured out. I don't know how to do everything, but I know I'm in an asara. And, <laughs> and I need a Baruch Hu I need Tzaddik says that sometimes the tefillah of an Ani is so much greater than the tefillah of a Tzaddik because it comes from such a pure place. It comes from a place where I just need your help. That's why we say, It's the Zak of Kalalisram. It wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah, it was everyone's tefillah because that's the tefillah of Ani. I have to say that. Being here, you think that, you know, you come, I'm going to hear from Bahrim, we're going to hear where they're holding, we're going to hear who's, you know, who's Shaykh to Imre Bina, who, in the end, it's the other way around. I come here and I learn so much. It's so inspiring to see Bahrim saying, I don't have everything figured out. I don't know, but I want. I want, I want to grow. I have my Rebbeim, I want them to guide me. I want to come to Eretz Yisrael to Shtayg, I don't know exactly which yeshiva I should be in, I don't know what the right place is for me, but I look to my Rebbeim to help me out, it's the most inspiring thing to see how people are saying, I don't have everything figured out in life yet, but I know that I want to get there, I know that I want, I want the right thing, and I'm here to grow and to keep Shtayg'ing. So Rabbi Isai, I just have to say Yashakoyach to all of you, and to the Rebbeim, it's, it's always such an inspiring thing to come, Rav says we could be anywhere else, we wouldn't think of being anywhere else and getting the boys to come to miss out on on this experience of being here. It's very hard to come here. It's not hard to come here because it's a long drive out. It's hard to come here because you have to leave. There's always a time that you have to leave and it's so difficult because we we want to, I'm talking to myself, we want to spend a couple of days here. We want to come and learn here. We want to come and listen and hear and, and, and witness what goes on. Instead, it's always so tight in time because Baruch Hashem, there's lots of other things to do and we have responsibilities back home, but it's, uh, the, hard, the hardship of coming here is, is leaving. So Thank you. I'm not a Balman
0: Oh, we'll sing. Yeah. Let's, let's, Rabbi said, let's be Miss Balam. Always, Rachim, let's be Miss Hashem ali Rachim. Okay. I always loved this song. You probably might guess that. The last time we sang it, I have to say, the last time we sang it, whenever we, when, if, if you think we're singing, so you get tired, we're praying. We're not tired of praying. We have Merubim Sarach The last time we prayed together, 30 25 Sakmich we were here. On Thursday night, and we're together with the chaver, and we sang it. And I told the guy, "Why is nobody singing?" My ears—I had a an issue with my ears, and I wasn't hearing pashat. And I it couldn't hear the Chavra sing And I thought it didn't sound the same Guys told me it was as good as ever But I didn't hear it So I it missed the last prayer The last time we sang Let's be misbelled together Hashem Ali Rahim Take it away, Ari
1: Hashem
0: Ali Rahim Hashem Amen. Yeah, Shamallah, <speaking in Hebrew> shamallah, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I really wasn't planning on speaking and I thought I really wasn't going to speak but there's a lot of different thoughts going on a lot of different areas the, the, the singing now but, but Rav spoke about before, but I'll just, something short, it's always, like Rav Kanafah said, it's really inspiring, especially coming here, meeting Bahrim, what they're going through, what, they, what they, where they are, what they went through, mm-hmm. Something every we all struggle with. I struggle with it till the day. I really would love to be different places. Where, you know, I have chaver mamish, real a people that I get Khalisha sadas Even just meeting them or thinking, you no. Know, but each person has his avaida. It's hard, but each person has his avaida. I thought about once there's uh, a Beis Halevi in Parashas Miki, It's the famous Beis Halevi that he talks about. No, we, we, superficially you know, we superficially think that Pari had a dream, and that was the catalyst. That's how Yosef HaTzadik went out. Oh, Pari had the dream, so now Yosef HaTzadik went out. And really it's the opposite. Yosef HaTzadik had to go out. How is Yosef HaTzadik going to go out? So now Hashem orchestrated that Pari should have a dream, and that's the way he's going to go out. And he says, there's loads of things in the world, Sibo, Mesev, we think that because of this, this is what happened, but really it's the opposite way around. It's because something has to happen. That's why Hashem makes it like that. I always think, you know, okay, I was like this, and I ended up here, and, and, and because of that, okay, so now I have to do this. No, no, Hashem wanted me to do that. How is He going to make it do that? I had this, and I had that, and in Mela, He pushed me, or I ended up, because of my background, or whatever it is, here, because that's really what you should be doing. This, this is what you should be doing, not... Because had all these other circumstances, so it ended up that this this is what you should be doing. This is how he got you. The same thing. Like everything else in the world. This is where you should be. So how is he gonna get you? How is he gonna you know, how am I gonna get you over there? So this is what happens, so he got you over there. And it's we all struggle with all our different things. The is brings some khadushareim. If I'm going to have a war, with what? What am I going to be b'teach in? So everyone says something else. Mm-hmm. He brings, and the fact that the mohammed's is coming, so I'm Because Hashem sent me a muhamma. so I know that this is the right thing for me. This is, where I, this is what I need right now. I need this mochama. I'm for sure that this mohammed is exactly what I need now. No, this is what I need. Yeah. <coughs> I'm just ending off. We said five minutes, but everyone together, I think it's already... <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> right? The, 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 the Sifri says, Barashas yeah. Hazinu, Kel Ve'ein Avel. What does it mean, Kel amuna"? That Rabayin has Amunah in us. Right? That he has his Amun ba'olam that he created. Mm-hmm. That's the, 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 the Sifri. That Rabayin believes in us. That's what everybody says. Toiv lohoides l'Hashem. Toiv lohoides l'Hashem. Right. Lahaget b'beiker chazdecha b'munascha b'leilis. The Baboiker is the day things are bright, things are sunny. That's chazdecha. And b'leilis when it's dark, when golas, when we're going through our struggles, that's leilis. And we emunascha. We believe that it's it's good for us, right? Or emunascha that. You're Emunah in us, right? You're Emunah in us. Emunah's That I, I know that you, you trust me. So I said over in the beginning of the year, we have a get together this year, and Yosef Chazan asked me, So why is it Toiv the what, what, am I, what am I thanking? What, what am I thanking? So I, I know, what am I thanking? So my, son, my son, I have a son in B'nebrak, very and he, he always comes. He tells me things to retire. I'm scared to talk to him. He, you know, he knows so much. So he told me of art from a keda was a reb. I don't remember. I don't know which reb it was. He was, I think, in in, the, in 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 the Holocaust. I don't think he made it. I think. And he said, "Oh, he told me that he said Amunas baleilos." said in Yiddish, "I thank Hashem that he has the trust in me that he's putting me through such an assignment." That's what he's thanking. I mean, the person realizes it's hard. Things are hard.
0: But obviously,
1: if Hashem put me here and this is where He wants to get me to, so this is, this is the moment. And I'm thanking Hashem for that, that He realized that it's a high level, but He realized that this is for Him and how Hashem gave Him this opportunity and He, he, he used it, Hashem, but He used it to the utmost. So we all have our things it's it's not like it happens that so this is what I got to deal with. It, it's pushing us to come to what we really need to deal with. I wanted to be in soul to hear the rub, It's always it's beautiful for me. And whenever someone puts on, when I get rides to the Yeshiva, they put on the rub's thing. It's unbelievable. I wasn't. I had a chasna in America. I didn't make it. I thought I'm going to work for Shabbos to the to Shabbos. I got bronchitis. I couldn't make it. I thought, I'm going to listen here. We have a whole list of people. And then after that, I have to come and speak in front of you. Like, right. Mr. Baray put me, like, what should I do? I have to do this. But it's an it's, it's amazing experience. Everyone should grow. We should all grow together from all our Rebbeim, from wherever we are. And it should be, And it everybody.
0: Revezi told us a story that I want to close with. Revezi told us a story that me and Revezi heard together. Reb Shmuel Birnbaum, Birnbaum, we heard this together, yeah. Reb Shmuel Birnbaum was was a mass midnifler and he was asked to speak at a gathering for atzadaka. And the guy introducing him goes on and on, introducing Reb Shmuel, and he's giving like a flowery introduction, and as he should be, Mechab Rabshmuel. And he said, Rib Shmuel's not Mivato for anything. So just leaving Seder to come here and speak says everything about the stock organization. You hear a tumult then, Rabbi Shmuel says, so I shouldn't, he's right. And he doesn't speak. There's like a tumult, and then the guy's asked to call the next one up. Rabbi Shmuel didn't get up and speak, it's, he was right. <laughs> I don't want to say afterwards, like, I'm not adding to, I'm not, I shouldn't add to Reves, we get that comes and, okay, I shouldn't add, now let's add. Mencha's next door and second Seder right here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>